hello, and welcome to another episode of Hire Delightful's podcast series, Exit Interviews. In this series, we talk to people about their last day on the job, what they learned, and what they're going to be doing differently in their next job. So for our very first episode of Exit Interviews, I figured instead of kicking it off with uh, an interview with someone who had previously uh, recently left a job, it might be a better idea to talk to somebody who has done a ton of exit interviews, who's who's actually made it her job to learn about people's experiences at work. Um, So, of course, the perfect person to talk to in this case is a uh, director of HR. That's why we sat down with Michelle Del Santo. Uh, to talk about her experience, what her point of view, what her perspective on exit interviews are, how useful they are, how long they're useful, um, and how to how to take the feedback and, and do something reasonable with it. So without further ado, here is our conversation with Michelle. Hi, Michelle. First off, it's fantastic to see you. Really appreciate you sitting down to talk with us about exit interviews. I'm just, I'm really excited to hear kind of your perspective on this. Why don't you kind of introduce yourself to the listeners and kind of give us an idea of, of what your experience is and, and how kind of how you're approaching the subject. I'm Michelle Del Santo. I have worked in HR for about 20 years. I worked in healthcare. I worked in the natural foods industry. And for the past 10 years, I've been working in SaaS industry with small and medium businesses. I've also managed the department myself, managed many employees myself, mm-hmm. been involved in operations. And exit interviews are something that I have done. How many times? Bit. I mean, is, so, is there like a good count? Am I allowed to ask? Are we allowed to ask how many, <laughs> how many exit interviews? Yeah, you've done? you know, I've been thinking about that question and hundreds wow. is the best that I could come up with. It, I have another question because you've been in different industries. Mm-hmm. Which, are there specific industries where exit interviews are more difficult or less difficult or like because you've done health, uh, healthcare, you've done SaaS, you've done a whole bunch of stuff? I think there's industries that that care about it more. And I also think that the smaller the organization, the more important they seem to people. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to do when you have an organization of of 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. Uh, okay. So maybe for our listeners, what is an exit interview? We should probably start with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's define that. Yeah. Great question. So an exit interview is an opportunity for you to sit down with an employee who has decided to leave the organization and find out what their experience has been and why they're leaving. You know, people leave and that's okay. It's just important, I think, to find out why they're leaving and and how their experience can help you to actually improve your own organization. Well, I like the idea of improving the organization. Getting feedback seems really important, but like what type of things do you cover in an exit interview that that can be used to improve your your organization. It kind of seems like those guys left. Eh. Yeah, well, I mean, sure, they, they left, but the information they give you, you can take back to management and and get a sense of, you know, how to how to do things better. So hopefully they're going to give you good information, right? Hopefully they're going to be honest with you. And that's one of the challenges of the exit interview is to get people to to really open up to you. But a lot of times if they're on their way out, they're more willing to be direct. Well, that that's good. I mean, honesty. Yeah. Honesty and candor is good. What, out of curiosity, so you, you've run HR for a couple of places. Is it always the HR professional, like the, the human resources person that should be giving them? Or is this, who, who should be giving the exit interviews? I think that it's 
best if the HR person is doing it Mm -hmm. because people will probably be more honest with the HR person. It's challenging for, say, their direct supervisor to sit down and say, so what could I have done better, right? What did you think of me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> so why are you leaving me, right? So, right, right. Because there's also a lot of information out there about, you know, people don't quit jobs, they quit their supervisors. And so the supervisor oh, could, have, could, have, a, a yeah. could yeah. have some hard feelings about them leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that if you look at people leaving as their opportunity for growth, um, they really want to grow differently, then you can come to the interview with a more positive spin. But I do think it's important that probably the HR person do it. You know, there are outside companies that do it. Mm -hmm. That can be good. They can be unbiased, but there's also maybe a challenge around trust. And it can also seem kind of cold, like, hey, you know, you gave notice, go talk to this person you never talked to before right. and tell them what you think. And you, you have no idea who their contact is or like what that flow of information is. So that makes sense. When, when you said that interview, uh, it's, they're, they're especially valuable at the smaller company size. Some of those smaller companies don't have HR professionals. Right. So if you are in a smaller company where you need to be doing these exit interviews just to kind of like take take that process, take what you're learning, but you don't have an HR professional, who do you, like from your perspective, who's the best person to be giving that interview? Yeah, uh, good question. So first of all, plug for HR. If you have over 25 employees, you you should have an, <laughs> H- you should have an HR person. <laughs> but I second that, by the way. I, I third that, Christian. <laughs> so, oh, fine, what up, me? <laughs> so I think that if there is a another manager in the company mm-hmm. that that can do that. I mean, you know, often in the small companies, there's there's the office manager that does everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that that's a good idea. I do think it should be probably one of the other supervisors. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like supervisors kind of trade direct reports to do, to do the exercise, the exit interview with, you think? Yeah, I think that's actually a great idea. I mean, you know, who's, who's another manager that this person uh, worked with, but not necessarily for? Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense. Yeah, that's a good tip for small businesses. I like that, yeah. Yeah. How valuable, I mean, we kind of already touched on this, but I'm kind of curious about the disparity. Like, from your perspective, exit interviews are incredibly valuable. You'd say that's that's an accurate assessment of of what you've kind of been outlining, right? I think exit interviews are valuable if you're going to do something with the information. You know, it's the same with any kind of data that you collect. You have to to follow up and do something with that information. I think they're valuable for the employee that's leaving because they get an opportunity to get let, closure. Yeah, to get some to get some closure mm-hmm. and to make sure that there's no bridges be, being burned. Mm-hmm. You know, get whatever off their off their chest. I and mean, if there's something they really wanted to say and didn't say it, you know, it's it's a great opportunity for them to do that. And you'd rather have them say that to you in person than write it on the internet somewhere. <laughs> From a, um, I'm curious, I mean, you've worked for a lot of organizations. What's your take? How, what percentage of organizations uh, not only conduct good exit interviews, but mm-hmm. put it sort of into action? They, they do something with it. Actually put it into action. I would be surprised if it's over 50% of the companies that actually wow. do something with it. But I, you know, maybe, maybe I'm a little cynical there, but, but I, but I, I think that's, that's probably close because 
even for myself, I mean, I've done a lot of exit interviews and, and with the best intentions. And have I been able to follow up on all of those interviews? Mm-hmm. Probably not, right? So if I just look at my own statistics, yeah, I collect the information. And if I get good information about how a manager could be better, I try to coach that person in a way is reflective of the information I got in the interview. But, you know, it's hard. If you want to make your organization better, then then you have to invest some time in in actually taking that information and doing something with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking to myself like, okay, I'm a hiring manager and uh, someone just left. Now I have to fill a position. I'm a little grumpy because obviously they don't like me or they would have stayed because, <laughs> you know, people leave supervisors, Absolutely. not jobs. Mm-hmm. So do you get resistance sometimes when you're trying to provide that information back to managers or, or have you actually felt the opposite that people are more than willing to take the feedback and run with it? Most often, I think I've gotten managers who are open to hearing the feedback. Hmm. Right. So that's really great. I wouldn't have put money on that one. That's kind yeah. of awesome. <laughs> so so they're open to hearing the feedback, but they also there's a certain percentage of f- f- that feedback that they discount like, oh, well, he was just angry because of X, Y or Z. Right. Right. So it's it's kind of what we all do with feedback. Mm-hmm. We take what we think is useful. What, what fits our personal narrative. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Out of curiosity, how do you collect feedback? Is there a way in which you structure the interview in which the feedback that you collect is more likely to be received by that manager and by the organization? I mean, that's an interesting question. I, you know, certainly you should go to the to be prepared for the exit interview and go there with with an idea of the questions you want to want to ask, but Mm -hmm. but you also want it to be pretty conversational. So. By collecting information, you know, really, I'm just sitting down and having a conversation with this person, mm-hmm. right? And what they say there, first of all, I want to make sure that it's okay with them if I share the information mm-hmm. with with the supervisor. If not, if they say, listen, I want to tell you this, but I don't want you to talk to my supervisor about it, then that's a little more challenging mm-hmm. because I have to collect that information and kind of store it and see if there's a pattern for people that are leaving. But if they say, yeah, sure, you can you can tell her whatever, that's a lot easier. And certainly, I mean, you know, I want to start the interview with, with a really basic, tell me why you're leaving. Like, when mm-hmm. did you decide to leave? What was it that prompted your decision? And from there, I, I follow the thread a little bit about the organization, specifically the supervisor, job description. Christian, you talked about how it's challenging for the supervisor because now I got to fill the job. And I mean, it's important to find out, has your job changed from when you were hired to mm. to now? And if it has, then, you know, you, the supervisor and HR department better be looking at the job description and making sure that they're being clear about what's being done in this position because mm-hmm. it could be something completely different. And maybe that was what prompted them to to leave that suddenly they're doing something that they don't feel capable of doing or trained or, or it seems like a catch all uh, a little bit in that some of that feedback you'd hope you'd get before the exit interview, such as I wasn't hired for this, but it seems like if they don't want to tell to go back to your point of sometimes they don't want the feedback shared with the manager 
you know, the story there behind the scenes, maybe the specific feedback can't be shared, but there's obviously was a trust issue there. There mm. was something they were not comfortable sharing or an experience that they didn't want to even have that that conversation with them. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true. I mean, honestly, the thing about exit interviews is you shouldn't be finding anything out that's surprising, yeah. right? All these all these discussions should have happened somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. And if it's a surprise, then you know you you better be paying attention a little bit more. Yeah. So does, does that make sense? It does. It does. Can, can I ask a potentially stupid question? Okay. Okay. In your experience, I mean, just completely anecdotally, is it more often that the role outgrows the employee, or is it the employee that outgrows the role? Whenever they choose to, they choose to leave a company. Is it the role that outgrew them or the role that shifted like sand beneath their feet? Yeah. Well, if the role shifted, then that makes people really uncomfortable, right? They they feel their skills aren't up to par or the skills that they want to be using aren't, aren't being used. And I mean, I think that's what will really chase people away is that they feel like their skills are are not being used. Mm-hmm. Or, or they've been put into something that they they know they don't have the skills for, but they're they're kind of afraid to to admit that or hmm. um, ask for help. So, as far as the role outgrowing the person, I think that happens. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that if if it's you know an employee who you value, then you help them and and train them up. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the need of the organization just changes yeah. and we need this person to be doing something completely different yeah. or we need someone to be doing something completely different. And, you know, the fit's not there anymore. Interesting. From an employee's perspective, is there something that they should be aiming to get out of the exit interview? I think it's what we talked about earlier. I mean, they, they should be, you know, they're, they're probably looking for closure. Mm-hmm. They should be able to leave in a, you know, on a good note, you know, mm-hmm. I really, I, I really liked working here or I didn't. And these are the reasons why. And this is how, how I can help you for the next person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that there's necessarily a should, but there's a lot of reasons that people want to help the organization that they're leaving. Do you think that employees understand the point of the exit interview or whether or not it's, it's misunderstood? I think it can easily be, be misunderstood. Hmm. There's a little bit of fear around it like oh i've scheduled your exit interview and i I definitely get follow-up questions like oh you know how long is that going to be or you know there's this fear of you want me to tell on somebody or you know you're trying to get some information from me and that's that's really not what what it's about Mm -hmm. it's 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 about tell me what your experience was what you know what was your experience and how could we have done this better and what was the thing that really got you thinking about moving to another another job? What do you think are the, the most common misperceptions about what an exit interview is that diminishes the effect? I do think that there's a, a fear of throwing other people under the bus. Like, you want me to throw any other people under the bus, mm. you know? You want me to tell you what's wrong with the department. I think there's a fear around... Whether or not this this information is actually going to be a used or b kind of used against me, right? Mm-hmm. So if I say, "Listen, I really hated working for 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 Christian," and I'm glad that came out. Yeah, 
<laughs> then I can, you know, there's a fear that at some point someone's going to go to you and say, oh, well, she, you know, she hated working for you, Christian. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's not useful. Ooh. Yeah. Do you, you think know? that there's maybe a fear that they wouldn't be able to get the reference that they're looking for if they're completely candid? Mm. Yeah, I think a, a little bit, but generally they've already gotten another job, right? And so they don't really need that reference, but it's a good point, right? That They want to make sure that they look good all the way out, right? Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, it could be that the references are going to come in later. You know, and I I think that being negative about the company that you're leaving isn't necessarily helpful Mm -hmm. to anyone. Well, maybe I can take that back. I mean, maybe they just really needed to get something off their chest, right? you know? And well, and to your point, it's better that it comes out in the exit interview than right. on um, oh, some review site somewhere. Right. Is it common to conduct exit interviews when the exit was less than voluntary? Yeah, I was I was curious about that as well. It's a good good question. Are exit interviews always for exiting employees? It's really difficult to conduct an exit interview if you are terminating someone for cause. Uh-huh. Right. That's that's just not. What about not for comfortable? If you are changing their job or eliminating their job, mm-hmm. that's a that's a little different story. And I think it's still difficult because there's hard feelings. Mm-hmm. But you might be able to get a couple of questions in there. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you have established a good relationship with this employee and you say, listen, this is really difficult, um, and we want you to land on your feet and and they feel like you're going to help them mm-hmm. down the road, you might be able to get a, a couple of questions and like, you know, tell me a little bit about what was the best thing about working here. Mm-hmm. But I think it's hard because, you know, there's a lot of emotions. And, and that's why a lot of companies will send a survey like 30 days down the road or something to see if they can get any kind of information. What's your take on that? I mean, is that a viable option? Should you? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I, I've I've never received one, so right. Neither have I. I think the concept there is they've kind of moved on and they're on their feet and they're more willing to give you some information. I don't know what the what the response rate is. It would be interesting to look at that. But there mm-hmm. are companies that do send out exit interview templates of some kind thirty or sixty days out. But it'd be interesting to know what kind of response they get. When employees are being exited for cause, is there other people that there should be an exit interview for? Just kind of like a postmortem to kind of understand where that hire went wrong or or like... So if you can't do the exit interview with the, the employee that's employee, leaving... Yeah, where do you, who do you do it can with? Can you get that feedback any other yeah. way? Yeah, I think it'd be great to get the feedback from the supervisor. Mm-hmm. Find out what's, you know, what happened, what's their... What's their view on what could have been done differently? Mm-hmm. It's also great to do some some follow up on with the interview team and see oh, yeah. see whether or not we ask the right questions. You know, wh- wh- where did we go wrong? Because I mean, when someone's exited for cause, that's a two sided thing, right? It's not just yeah. their fault; it's the company's fault too. Like something went wrong. There's a there was a, a bad fit somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if you talk to the interview team and you go over the questions, well, what, what did we ask? What should we have asked? We should have known that they weren't going to be a good fit from the beginnings. So how come we didn't know that? Right. 
you yep. know? And it's also, again, it goes back to, you know, refilling that job and what's the job description. Did we really blow it on the job description? Did we let them know exactly what they would be doing and exactly what their expectations were. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's almost always a job description thing, but it could also be, you know, going back to the hiring process, if you're going to rehire for this role, maybe it wasn't the job description that was wrong. Maybe it was also the way that you were hiring. Mm -hmm. Or how you're assessing the candidate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. We, a lot of times we hire people that we like, right? And I universally try to do that. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I want to work with this person and I'm going to be with them, you know, eight hours a day. So I got to like them. Mm -hmm. But just because we like them doesn't mean that they were, they were right for the job. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's always a hard decision. And that's why, I mean, we're, getting off course a little bit here, but that's why it's really important that your interview team understands what the interview is, the goal of the interview, right? And it's not just to find find your buddy. It's to like, this is really what the job is. And this is the kind of person we need in this job. Does this person have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, another podcast because I really want to get into that. Right. But I think we got to focus on, I want to... <laughs> We we gotta we gotta. This is content. We gotta be focused. Yeah, I'm on taking this, but, reams of notes for other but, things we can but, ask. Oh later my on. god, yes, that's <laughs> such a that's. I mean, that is something I, I want to talk about a whole bunch as well. So maybe we can have you back to to talk about just hiring for ability and skill, and not just whether or not you like someone. I think is is such a such an important call out. I still feel like I, I want to get a, a little bit closer to. If I'm an HR professional, I'm new in my role, I'm a generalist, and uh, you're my mentor, and I'm about to go and have to conduct my first exit interview, Mm -hmm. what coaching tips would you give me at that point? Okay, so you want to be prepared. You want to know what kind of questions you're going to ask, Mm -hmm. right? So you should always have a list of questions, and they they should be consistent. They should be the same questions that you're going to ask anybody that's leaving. What are some examples of those? Well, as I said, I start with... You know, kind of when did you start looking? What prompted you to start looking? I, I do ask if they're willing to tell me where where they're going, what's the job they're going to be doing, and, you know, is there a financial difference, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just I want to gather information about what, what other companies are doing, right? Mm-hmm. I also want to ask what are things that could have been done better, mm-hmm. What like what are three things that we, we could have done better? What are... I actually really like to ask if there's one skill that you think your manager could improve upon, what would that be? Ooh, nice one. Did you get feedback about your performance while you were here? Mm-hmm. Right. Did you, did you feel appreciated? Sometimes I like to ask about the department itself. Mm-hmm. Right. So how, how are things going in that department? And, you know, you have to be a little careful about that kind of stuff. Cause again, you don't want people to feel like, they're being forced to rat people right. out. Right. Name yeah. names and potentially hurt friends that are still there. Right. Yeah. Are there any questions that you would suggest that I, as the brand new HR generalist, having to do my first exit interview, I should definitely not ask? There's kind of a list, right? You don't want to say, you don't want to ask, is there another employee that you think should be leaving? <laughs> Right? How about um, give me a list of the other employees you think are looking for jobs? <laughs> yeah. I mean, as I mean, much that's as, what I really want to know, as right? much as you want to know that information, it's probably not a good idea to, to say. <laughs> so are other people looking and who are they? You know, I like to ask 
you know, kind of best and worst. What's the best? What's the worst mm -hmm. um, of working here? But the worst question is a little challenging, right? Because you don't want to just get this whole rant. Right. Um, or you don't want to get them into a bad mood around that. But you do want to hear, what can we do better? Right. What could we have done better? Is your job the same as when you started? Is the job what you expected it to be? What would be like your definition of a, a good or even a great exit interview? I mean, how would you feel when you left? What were the things you, you caught on? And then, you know, conversely, what's a really bad one? Well, a really bad one is... I, I really want you to focus on that one. Honestly, stories. it seems much more dramatic. <laughs> a really bad one is that they don't want to talk to you. Mm. That they're just, you know, they're just there to give you your badge mm -hmm. and that they really don't answer any questions. I think that's, that's really challenging because you do, you do want to part in a friendly manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A really good one is that you're having a good conversation with the person about what their what their experience has been and they're willing to help the company you know you might want to ask the question would you be willing to recommend this as a place to work mm -hmm. or even right? would you be willing to come back and work here right. in the future absolutely you know is the you know the, it, let them know that the door is open for them if they want to come back mm -hmm. That's a really good exit interview. Like, you know, uh, you know, I think one of the things that's really important in an exit interview, and I don't know how many people do this, is that you actually thank them for their time, thank them for the work that they put in, really sincerely thank them for being here and being an employee and let them know that, you know, the relationship can continue. Let's stay in touch. Mm -hmm. You mean not treating them like a replaceable cog? Something like that. Something that broke yeah. and now has to yeah. be like renewed. Yeah. 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 So that's a, you know, that's, that's a bad exit interview, right? You're <laughs> just like, okay, thanks for, you know, thanks a lot. Uh, you know, the, there's the door. I'll take your computer. <laughs> also, we're going to want the box back when you hit the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. So just throw it in the back of your car. Give us back the box. It starts early on, you know, do you have a good relationship with your employees and do they feel like they can come to you and talk to you? Because for me, you know, I'm probably the last person they're going to see mm -hmm. before they leave, right? So I want that to be open and friendly. And, you know, I do want to continue to, you know, stay in touch mm -hmm. in, in some way, because you don't know down the road who you're going to be talking to or working with or connected to in some way. And so it's, I think it's really important that, that it, it, it's a positive experience. Mm -hmm. I, have a, I have a technical question. Okay. Because we, we've talked about how they're useful only if you capture the data. How do you capture the data? Like, are you recording them? Are you taking notes? Like, what, what kind of what's your, what's your personal setup? And then what do you feel like is kind of standard and, and most conducive to that? I'm not recording them. Okay. And I do take notes mostly afterwards, right after okay. they leave. But sometimes I'll ask, you know, just let them know, is it okay if I take a few notes? Mm -hmm. If that new HR person, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be taking notes. I'm going to have those questions in front of me so that you don't do a, a mind blank. But, you know, you, yeah, definitely want to take some notes around it. And a lot of times... 
people put it into even an Excel sheet so they can mm-hmm. easily see what what are some patterns, patterns around this specific supervisor. Mm-hmm. And I think what's really, I mean, I think I've said this, but it's really important to take that information. And if you have a training department, get it to the training department and say, listen, like mm-hmm. these are the things that supervisors need to be trained on, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a, it's a matter of growing all your employees, not just you know, not just trying to save employees. It's like, how can we help them all be a whole a whole lot better than they are right now? So would you recommend, uh, again, you know, Christian, junior, HR generalist, uh-huh. uh, that I'm, when I'm scheduling to make sure that I'm also scheduling enough time to do that note-taking and to plan follow-up? Well, yeah. When you're scheduling with the employee, you know, I usually think it's going to take about a half hour. Mm-hmm. And... But I schedule an hour just in case. Sometimes people talk longer, but there's also, you know, that 10 or 15 minutes after the interview that I want to capture my thoughts. And that's important to do it pretty quickly after the discussion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you want to you want to get a good block on your on your schedule for it. And then afterwards, maybe you present all that information to the management team that, you know, at a at a certain time, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you say, listen, once a month or once a quarter, we're going to talk about exit interviews. And I think that's the the hard part is to remember to bring that stuff up to the management team down the road. And, you know, there are managers that have come to me kind of directly after and said, so so what did they say? Right? Because mm. we're human, right? right? It's like, what did they say? What did they say about me? Right. And And, you know, that's... Well, it's nice that they're curious. They're they're curious, and and I think it's because they want to be better. But I also think that there's some some fear. Right? Right. Yeah, who's more nervous during the exit right. interview, the right. supervisor they're leaving or the employee? Right. Is there like a good environment for it? I mean, like, where would you recommend having an exit interview? Should it be in the you know in the, you know your own office? Should it be outside of the workplace? Is there any difference? I think that depends on the employee, really. But, you know, usually I do. I've done them just in my office. There's really the ability to go for a walk, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of nice if you feel like the employee will be a little more open outside of the office. Well, you know, also, they don't have the feeling of prying eyes. I mean, you know, yeah. when I'm walking down the hall past the HR you know, room, I'm always looking in there to see who's there. And very often I'll do them in a conference room. But any, yeah, I mean, anytime someone sees someone talking to the HR person, there's, you know, rumors fly, mm-hmm. right? People Thanks are to really, Slack faster yeah. than you can possibly measure. <laughs> people are really curious. But people know, people know that if someone's leaving, then they're going to sit down with me for a little while. So I don't think it's it's that concerning that they they see me, you know, they're seen in my office. But it really depends. Like I said, at this point, you know the employee well enough to know what's going to be kind of the most comfortable thing for them. Mm-hmm. And you give them an option, right? Do you want to sit down with me for a half hour? Do you want to go for a walk? Do you mm-hmm. want to do this on paper instead? Or, you know, there's... Some people don't like direct conversations. Right. Right. So it, just, if, just give me the survey. Yeah. I mean, if just give me the survey. If there's, a, if there's a survey that I can email to you, then let's do that instead, you know, which works, but you don't get to ask follow up questions. Right. Are exit interviews any different when it's a remote employee? Yeah. Exit interviews with remote employees are, are a little more 
challenging. I mean, I've, I've done them in that, you know, when you're sitting in the same room with someone, you can read their body language a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But I've done them, you know, I'll, I'll pull them up on Skype or whatever and talk about, well, really all of the same things. But with a remote employee, I'm really interested in how did it feel to be a remote employee? What what was the difference? Mm -hmm. And how can our company be better at welcoming remote employees mm -hmm. and helping them feel like they're part of the organization? Now, some companies are all remote, and I'm sure they they have you know they have this down a little bit better than I do. But I really want to know: Did you still feel like you were part of the culture and part mm -hmm. of the company? And you know, and is that one of the reasons you're leaving. You know, it's interesting. That could be actually also be a, a great podcast is, you know, remote talent management. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have one last question, but, you know, Zach, do you have anything else? I, I'm just, I, I have one last question too. Yeah, oh, Okay. Paper, scissors, stones or? Yeah, let's do it uh, real you, quick. You, you win. Okay. <laughs> so I, my question would be, I, I really like the perspective, the, the kind of like the thought exercise that Christian was doing with like, I'm, the, I'm a junior HR person. I'm running my first exit interview. What do I focus on? I let's I like from my perspective, especially like if you're doing this for the first time, there's like that one thing that you need to like make sure that you're capturing. You're saying that like that if you take that data and you apply it, right? Like it's a successful exit interview. If this was my first time like putting this program together, what outcomes should I be looking for to consider this a success or a failure? As far as the interview itself? Yeah, or, or the interview itself and, and how I'm structuring them and like essentially like what is like if that's if like that 80-20 metric, right? Like if I can just get this right, I can feel pretty good about my first try at, at setting this up. I think that if you walk out of that exit interview feeling like that person really opened up to you mm -hmm. and you got some good information about what could be done better or mm -hmm. differently then I think that's a success, right? So if if they let you know that, let's say they had a great experience. They've been around for a couple of years. They had a great experience. They're, they're leaving because they're moving away, mm -hmm. right? That's kind of heaven, right? Because right. they, they loved us. They would love to, you know, stay, but, you know, their partner's moving and so they're moving too. Mm -hmm. So that person is really willing to give you good information about what can be done better, mm -hmm. right? And I mean, and you don't want it to be an exit interview where everything's great, we're perfect, thank you very much, right? right. That's not, I mean, that feels happy, but that's not really a success. Mm -hmm. You really want to know what has to change, even if, it's, even if it's a little bit. So if you got one or two pieces of information that you can actually act on, mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a successful exit interview. Yeah, I like that. Go back to the, it's successful if you have something good or bad that you can improve on, continue doing something of that nature. Mm -hmm. Right. I like that. Oh. Christian, what was yours? Okay, well, mine's going to be, uh, I'm shooting for drama here. Oh, oh, oh. So, uh, as you know, we're going to be continuing this podcast and we're going to be interviewing HR professionals. But we also have had a lot of volunteers of employees that have recently exited their jobs and we're going to be interviewing them. So Fine. what do you think that we're going to hear from them? Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. What do you think we're going to hear? I think you're going to hear probably a little more honesty around what actually happened. Mm -hmm. 
when people have some time and some perspective, they can bring a little more of that. I think you might hear a decent amount of anger Hmm. about how they were exited or what that last interaction was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that'll that'll be really interesting. Yeah, well, that's what we're shooting for. We're hoping that it will be very <laughs> we're shooting interesting. For interesting. Yeah. And I, and, you know, and I think you might hear that their experience was was great, and that they understand, like you know, the whole grass is greener, right? Mm-hmm. So they left this company because the other company is going to be so much better, and then they find out, like, oh, they're all kind of the same. They're, mm-hmm. You know, they're everyone has issues, everybody has things they have to improve upon, and everybody has a culture, whether they they like it or not. So you might hear a little bit of that, like, well, that's, you know, I didn't realize how good I had it mm-hmm. until I left. Or you can hear the complete opposite. It's like, I am so happy <laughs> to be at this new place. Here's all the things that they do in in an amazing way and all the things that my other company never even thought about doing. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's definitely going to be comparisons between this is where I am now and this is where I was. And some might be positive and some might be negative, but maybe there's a cynical part of me that feels like you might hear a good amount of why they're so angry at the past company. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you as a, as a talent professional who's done exit interviews would not want to hear on the podcast <laughs> from an employee that just exited? Well, I, uh, you know, I'd hate to Other hear than your name. Yeah. 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 The I, name I, of the company. <laughs> I, I'd hate to hear the HR person was a drip, you know, like I couldn't do anything, say anything to her. Yeah. I mean, you, you do, you, you hate to hear that they didn't care about their employees. Mm-hmm. You hate to hear that because I think people do care about their employees and they're just not executing that very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you hate to hear things like. Well, you know, there's all these people that they should have fired a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff hurts, right? Because you should have known. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I'm hoping that we don't hear what exit interview. Uh, uh, everyone well, who's reached out so far, I want to say 50% of them said, I didn't get an exit interview. I think that's really interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think about it. but Some people are saying, I'm so excited to talk about what I learned, and I didn't get a chance to at the company itself. Uh Which is really interesting. Yeah, I think that's great. Because, you know, I mean, you see the stuff written about exit interviews. We're talking about them now. Mm -hmm. And how many people are really doing them, even Mm -hmm. though they like to talk about them? And, you know, and... I was the one sitting in that seat, and sometimes it's hard to get them done. Mm -hmm. But make an effort. Yeah. You know, make an effort. Find out what what their experience was. And I, you know, I can't say it enough. Thank them for the time they put in. Mm -hmm. Even if you feel like, you know, they really weren't a great employee, Mm -hmm. they put time into your organization. They were there. They came to work. Thank them for that. Mm -hmm. And if they didn't, you're probably not having an exit interview. Correct. Okay, but got it. Yeah. I, you know, it'll be interesting to see what percentage of people actually did get an exit interview. Or sometimes, you know, they got the exit interview, but they didn't really realize that's what it was. Mm-hmm. They thought it was just a checklist to hand in their badge and computer. Right, yeah. Here, I have my checklist. Here are all the things. This is what happens in insurance and when you leave, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Here's um, your COBRA information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but there's not, there's not really a, a care about 
what their experience was. Mm -hmm. And I think people want to talk about that. They want to talk about what was their experience. What was their experience when they were working there? What was their experience when they were leaving? When they gave notice, what was their experience? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, you know, supervisors won't take that very well. Do you think that there's a group of HR professionals that might believe the exit interview is more about just that final checklist and, and, you know, seeing them out the door as opposed to understanding what their experience was like? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do think. Short and sweet. (laughs) Well, you know, I do think that I think it's changing, but I do think that there are a good amount of HR professionals that are willing to sit back and be the paper pushers and, and that's sad to me. That's not the way that I think it should be done. But yeah, I do think, okay, you know, and, and maybe, I don't know, make excuses, right? I mean, maybe they feel overwhelmed or whatever. Maybe they, they really think that's what their job is. Like I collected their stuff. I did my checklist and I said, you know, I shook their hand goodbye. That's not enough. And I, you know, I mean, I've always had a passion for, understanding people's experience at work and helping Mm -hmm. them to be the best they can be at work. And that's what I think an HR person should be doing. Is there something that we should ask those freshly exited employees in their interview that you'd be curious as, as a professional to hear the answer to? Mm -hmm. We're trying to outsource the work of coming up with the interview questions to you right now. So yeah. What did your supervisor say when you gave him notice? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That could be exciting. Did they ask you to stay? Would you have if they asked? Yeah. What, was there a chance that you would have stayed if they mm-hmm. asked? I'm curious about how the other employees treated you when you gave notice. Mm-hmm. Like, was there a celebration that you're go, going to do something great? Did they ignore you? Did they celebrate that you're leaving because they didn't want you there? I right. mean, you know, what What did the other employees think? Were they high-fiving you or high-fiving each other? <laughs> Exactly. You know. Wow, that's a rough question. We'll save that for the end. <laughs> well, you know, was the I'm also curious, like, oh, where are you going? Are they hiring? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like oh. how, how many people came up to them and said, uh, I've been looking too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's that would be awkward to ask during the exit interview, but in the podcast, we can yeah. totally yeah. ask mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd also be interesting to know, were they the first ones to leave or were they in the middle of the pack or were they, I mean, like, was it other people leaving that kind of inspired you to start looking as well? Yeah. It's something do you wish you left a long time ago? Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it a sinking ship, right? You were yeah. just, everybody's jumping off. I'm going to raise that to the top of things that I wouldn't want to hear in the right. podcast yeah. if I was there. Yeah. It's a yeah. sinking ship. Everybody's leaving, right? Yeah. <laughs> and this will be why we don't use company names. Yeah. <laughs> or How last you, names. <laughs> being an executive in a mid-sized company, I, I guess... I don't think I ever really appreciated exit interviews until I started thinking about them. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's a problem as well? It's not just some talent professionals don't believe they're valuable. They don't really believe the company would value it even if they were doing it. I do think that's a problem. And it's my job to help people understand why they're important. Mm -hmm. But if I don't honestly believe they're important then that's that's a harder sell. If I feel like I've been saying this for years and nobody's listening, then... Sounds like you're about to exit. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, why am I doing that, right? Right. Why am I spending my time with exit interviews if nobody nobody cares? Right. Are there effective strategies that you found for 
convincing C-levels or whoever would be using this this data that they need to start using yeah. and they need to take it seriously? Hypothetically, we can role play. Pretend, you know, I know it's going to be a stretch that I uh, was your CEO huh. and I didn't value them. How would you convince me? Well, I think we'd have to look at turnover rate. All right, if the turnover rate is just going up and up and up, mm-hmm. that's something that I'd like to talk about because it costs money to rehire and retrain. Yep. So Quite that's a lot of it actually. Yeah. So so that's one way. And then I would really go back to what's the culture of the organization. Mm-hmm. And if we really want to help people grow and be successful in their jobs, then here are all the things that we could be doing differently. And I'm hearing this from the exit interviews. Right. We can we can train people differently. We can train supervisors better. We can put some programs in place so that people feel like there's growth in their career. Mm -hmm. Like those are really important things to people. And those are reasons that people leave. Mm -hmm. And you would hear about that and learn about it in the exit interviews. And if you weren't doing them. Well, I don't think anything would improve. Well, if you're not doing them, everyone's making assumptions. Yeah. Right? Everybody's assuming why this person left. Mm -hmm. Everybody. That means the the C-levels, the managers, but especially the other employees. They're Mm -hmm. all assuming something, right? If they don't have the truth, they're making it up. So they are valuable. Right? They are valuable to, to get that information out into the organization. These are the things we need to improve upon. I have a question kind of on the uh, kind of keeping the notes. Do you, what's the shelf life of how useful they are? Is it something that you return to often? Is it something where they're really only useful for the, like the next six months? Like what's your perspective on that? I think that they're useful to show patterns in the organization. So I don't think that the specific words that people use are are that useful. Mm-hmm. But if you can look at what the patterns are and if you can see that somebody, you know, on your management team really needs to work on this specific skill, mm-hmm. get them that training. And if people are still leaving, then I, I really think it's important to look at whether or not that supervisor is in the right position. Mm-hmm. So I think they're useful for a little while, right? I do think they have a shelf life. Can you tell that there's improvement, right? So six months down the road, am I getting the same information? So I want to I want to have them for six months, let's say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for several years, I don't know that that they're that useful. But, you know, if you, you want to see growth and progress mm-hmm. or change, you want to see that the information that you're getting is changing in some way. Other, otherwise, it doesn't sound like you're doing the right thing with the information that you're getting. Right. So Does they're essentially they're, they're as useful as as long as that pattern exists. And once that pa- once they start breaking that pattern, and the department's no longer sort of structured in that way, it's no longer confirming that they sort of are they age out of usefulness. I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know organizations change and they shift and. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the next challenge that's coming up? And you don't, you know, you want to continue to beat the same old horse, right? Mm-hmm. But um, you got to beat a different horse. Yeah, you got to beat a different horse. <laughs> uh, you know, I need to talk about, talk about beating animals, right? <laughs> but it's true. You don't want to keep beating the same drum, right? right? You want to, that's you, much better. You, you. want yeah. to make sure that you're, you're moving to 
the next thing. Because otherwise, I mean, it's like, you know, you're just on this treadmill. You're not going anywhere. Right. And and you're not you're not affecting change and you're not you're not doing anything better for the organization. Mm -hmm. So can I give you a scenario and one, tell me how likely you think the scenario is or if it's ever occurred. And this isn't a trick question. I don't know that it's actually ever occurred. Let's say that you have a, you're in an organization and you're beginning to recognize a pattern. Overall, the organization's turnover rate is fine, but in one department with one supervisor, you're seeing the same thing. You're bleeding talent. What do you do? You have a candid discussion with that supervisor and that's the time to decide with, you know, with the management of the organization, can this person be pulled up to the level we need them to be? And if they can't, is it time to be looking at replacing that person? And that's, I mean, that's the, that's the reality. But you also want supervisors to be successful, mm-hmm. you know, and if they're not being successful. Well, they're employees too. Yeah, they're not yeah. feeling successful. And Give them all the tools you can give them, but sometimes it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, Michelle. It's been great talking today, and thank you for putting up with the increasingly torturous environment in this recording studio. Well, what's really nice is that you guys are closer to the windows. <laughs> are you not feeling it as and, much as I, I am? I mean, and I'm, I'm burning not, up. Yeah, and I'm not. I, oh, my I actually goodness. feel pretty good. Okay, good. So, yeah. I'm burning up yeah, right now. Yeah. If people wanted to reach out with questions uh, or follow you, uh, do you have any kind of call to actions there or just reach Social out? media accounts. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. I can be found on LinkedIn. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I'll get that link from you and I'll include it in the show notes. Uh, whenever we release. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. Uh, That does it for us here at Hire Delightful. Thanks everyone for tuning in. If you found this helpful, drop us a note. Let us know what you found useful so we can keep creating useful content for you. And if you have recently had an exit at a job, obviously we've discussed what we kind of want to get out of it and what we're curious about. If you want to be interviewed for this podcast, please reach out to us. Our Twitter DMs are open. Our contacts are on HireDelightful.com. Please don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. We will be up updating both our blog stuff, our podcast stuff, as well as uh, features coming to Hire Delightful, the application. So that does it for us. See you next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you.